Hello and welcome to Same Boat Huddle. My name is Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. And we are on episode 100. Yay, I'm so excited. I can't even believe it as I was getting ready to get this episode together. Like what episode are we on? Woo, 100. It has been incredible to be able to record 100 episodes in the past. How long? I guess it's been almost two years now putting one out every Monday. And I just... I love it. So thank you so much for those of you who've taken the time to listen uh, to any of these episodes. It just means so much to me to be able to connect with you, have this platform to create the safe space that I needed so badly when I was going through such a hard time. And I just feel so grateful to be um, to be a person and a uh, a source for others who are going through a hard time. And hopefully I can be a part of your journey to help you through uh, through the anxiety and overwhelm that so many of us uh, deal with as mothers. So with that in mind, today what I want to talk about uh, is a quick episode for you. And I want to talk about breakdowns because let's be honest, I've had a couple <clears throat> in this quarantining life that we're living Uh, and what I have found very interesting about it is there's so much shame around having a breakdown. It's as if we think that we have failed and now I'm speaking for myself, but I'm pretty sure you're probably like, yeah, me too. Uh, you know, it it feels like when I have these breakdowns, it feels like I'm failing. It feels like I'm a bad role model for my children. It makes me, I feel like a fraud. Like how, how am I? losing my my regulation like this why is this happening and i it just feels really really bad and really really uncomfortable but something that i've realized in the breakdowns is that this is where the clarity happens and i keep finding myself saying you have to have the breakdown to build up my biggest breakdown whether it's if you're imagining like a full-blown temper tantrum yeah like we can talk about that or we can talk about a an um like a time in your life you know there are so many of us who go through hard phases in our life whether it's in relationships whether it's working through mental health if it's a part of your parenting journey if it's financial issues uh you know um things going on with your career and, you know, things getting shuffled around. And I think a lot of people are going to be dealing with a lot of these things because of this quarantine if they're not already. So I think it's really, really valuable to have this, uh, this different perspective, if you will. It's, it's just, we can look at anything the way, the way we want to, the way we choose to look at something is going to shape the experience for us. So if we can choose to look at these breakdowns, these difficult times in our life, whether it's a hard day, a hard moment, or a hard phase, to recognize like, okay, this is the peeling back the layer of the onion. It's super uncomfortable. It feels really, really bad. But if I allow myself to feel this and experience this fully, you're going to get as much out of it as you put into it. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Think about, I like, I think about my kids breaking down tantrums, especially my 
my son, who I'm very open about that he he's me emotionally. He's he has such a sensitive, empathic soul, and it's so beautiful. And as a little child, it's very difficult to understand all of the feelings that you absorb as an empath. So he has a tough time sometimes, and it's been so amazing to be his mother to have my own awareness to be able to help him move through those feelings. So empath or not, I think children are a great example because children don't have tantrums just to throw a fit. They don't wake up and they're like, you know what? I'm going to make my mom's day real hard today and I'm just going to kick and scream the whole time. It's always, if you really sit back and watch, my husband and I talk about this all the time. If we're having a day where either of the kids are particularly difficult behaviorally, it's like, okay, well, why? What is going on? There's typically some type of need not being met that, um, you know, it usually often will come back to basic needs. My son, especially if that, that child does not have food since he was a baby, the second you put food in him, he's, he's done. He's like happy again. It's the craziest thing. It's like, it is the most perfect example of what hangry is. So if you don't know what it is, come hang out with me for a day. You'll see it at least once. It's really kind of (laughs) cool to see, to see the transformation happen. But my point is, is that there's always some type of need not being met. And if you really sit back and sometimes it's a little more complex, but with children, it's often not that complex with, with adults, we become more and more complex and we have to dig a little deeper, but think about your children. Like they're tired. They, they have a belly ache, their head hurts. They're thirsty. They need a nap. They need to eat. Um, they need physical touch. They might need some cuddles. Um, you know, there are so many, they might need stimulation. I feel like that's a huge thing right now for us is that any days that we are inside and we're not, I'm not giving them enough stimulation. So if there's a day that they're on screens or we have too much schoolwork to do, their bodies are legit going crazy. I mean, it's like, you gave them five cups of coffee and they can't control themselves and they also can't control their emotions. So that's the the need not being met, like enough stimulation for their nervous system, which is hard because our stimulation that we need for our nervous system in the same context is that we need not, no stimulation. <laughs> so it's this crazy tug of war. And that's why I think there's so many days where this quarantine lifestyle is hard and quarantine or not like all these episodes that I'm recording in real time like this is during the quarantine and we're on like day 5456 of quarantine so this is my life but I do believe that all of this really does apply to um, whatever normal is or will look like at some point I don't know but so my point is is that there's a need not being met almost always and that is where the tantrum comes from so if we can apply that to our own meltdowns while it's not as easy, it's not as easy as like, hey, Aaron, go drink a yogurt drink or, you know, take a 10 minute nap. You'll feel better. Like I said, it's much more complex than that. That's going to be like your your first clue of figuring out what is it that I need right now. And that has been my key ticket into getting the most out of my meltdowns. What have these meltdowns and breakdowns, what have they looked like for me in this context of quarantining? I have felt anger. So I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. I got everything under control. Things are really good. We're very productive. And then all of a sudden I find myself in this moment and it's happened maybe twice in the past. Um, however, you know, those 5,000 days that we've been inside, um, where I just get this, like this intense anger 
And it's this feeling of like, I'm trapped, but I also don't even really want to go out and I don't know what I need. And, and I have my, my like physical release, which has been like throwing something like a book. There was one time I threw a book, a a softback, no one was hurt and just to the ground, you know, but it's like, I needed that physical, like, oh, and typically if something, first of all, I have not felt that intense of emotion since probably like my early 20s when I had no idea how to regulate my emotions and, and didn't have the personal development awareness that I have now. So it's very like, even my husband was like, whoa, this is, this is old. Like, where is this coming from? And typically, he didn't say that out loud, but we both were like, we're on the same page. Like, whoa, where is this coming from? So typically I would have that emotional outburst and this is what I think many of us do. And this is where we don't get anything out of our breakdowns is that we feel ashamed, right? Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just got that mad. I don't even know why it's because something's wrong with me. I failed. I, you know, I should be happy. I should feel good. You know, all, all of the judgments and the shooting of ourselves, And then we kind of tuck it away and we move on because we're ashamed. It's like, you say, sorry, I can't believe I just did that. And you want to move on. Something that I've learned in this is how I've allowed myself to just feel the feeling that's coming up. It's really uncomfortable because you do, I do want to respond in the way of Aaron, put it away. This is really inappropriate. This is like, you know, all the old stories come back. You're being too sensitive. You're being over dramatic. Like all of those stories that I lived in my whole life were, were coming up in these moments. I'm like, no, man, I'm, I am allowing myself to feel this because I don't know why it's coming up, but just feel the dang feelings, you know, put your, like, what would you tell your kid? You can be mad, but you can't throw books. Okay. I, I I can be mad. What can I do? Put, put myself in my room. I need to go away for a minute. And I remember after that particular breakdown, I looked at my husband and I'm like, you know what, babe, I want to stand here and say, I'm really sorry that that happened, but I'm not. I'm glad that just came out of me because it's making me realize something's, I'm missing something. Something needs to change. My energy, my body, my heart is telling me something needs to change here. Because so often we live in our heads and we are very cerebral and many of us function in a way of I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay like everything's fine (laughs) and then all of a sudden we have these breakdowns and it's because it that's our heart that's our soul screaming and our brain our ego is very good at tricking us to think that everything's okay right so I had I allowed myself to move through this breakdown and just not be sorry for it and be like okay let's figure out what's going on and I so my husband and I have a very close friendship like we have a very good relationship but even more than that like we're best friends like he is my person and uh and I love him in in a way that like he can see me have that moment and he just hugs me and lets me cry and doesn't shame me or say like how dare you what's wrong with you or anything like that he just kind of lets me feel the feelings and I was able to go to him and say like I need to talk about this like why did that just happen now if you don't have that person or if it's not your husband or if you don't have a significant other wife girlfriend whatever uh if you have a person in your life they're great sounding board people whether it's your mom or your sister or your best friend or your brother whatever uh and if not sound it off with you open up your journal. And I do that 
in addition to talking to my husband. And this is where I've really been able to find my clarity in these moments. Like what is missing? What? And this is really cool to do in a journal of actually putting down, I want, I need, and just letting the pen flow. Like I want quiet. I want, and this is what I do every time. I just, what do I want right now? I want quiet. I want uh, to not be touched for a minute, but not, not all day. Like I just need five minutes of not hearing mom or, you know, being able to take a long shower without being interrupted or a bath or um, whatever it is. And so through any of these breakdowns, I've, I've had the clarity of like, oh, you know what I need? I really need a better morning routine or I need to eat differently. I'm not, my body isn't feeling good or I really, I want to listen to more music or I want to be outside more. And I've then been able to find action steps to implement, to really feed my soul for what it's asking for and what it needs. And I've done it in very small ways, which was last week's episode, episode 99, if you want to listen to that, of how to just add those tiny little action steps in to get what you need. You need to be outside more, step outside for five minutes with your coffee in the morning to to get something in. It's not about it has to be all day or you have to go run a marathon. Just keep it easy and keep it small. So really move through your breakdowns in that way. There's so much clarity. I have been amazed, amazed at the, and this, this is why it feels like a roller coaster. I've been amazed at how much emotion I have felt on all of the different spectrums while I've been inside this quarantine, but I've also been amazed at how much clarity I'm getting. And what I mean by clarity is things start to make so much sense. I'm just little by little, I'm feeling so much better in my body, physically, emotionally. Things are starting to make a lot of sense around my work because my work is being shuffled like crazy with the wedding industry being shut down. I have to, I can't just sit here and stare at it. I have to think hard about everything, right? And really understand what I'm doing. And it's been so beautiful to really sit and invest that time and reflection and things just start to make so much sense. And I, I think one of two things often happens with breakdowns and this is through masculine energy. We, we are wired to respond to things in masculine energy. So what I mean by that is force, um, achievement, success, you know, the, the end goal. And when there's a breakdown, we want to put it away. We don't want to see emotions. We're ashamed of it. Just put it away. Put it away. This is inappropriate. I shouldn't be feeling this way. I should be a happy mom. I should be grateful. I'm, I, this is too much to feel. And then we forget about it. And really what happens is those emotions then get stuffed inside us. They stay there and get really ugly and dis-ease causes disease. So whether it's, you know, you end up with a, a bellyache or anxiety or depression, like I truly believe that that can happen if we don't release um, the emotions that we're feeling. So we either do that or um, we really just force ourselves. I guess it's one thing, really. We just force ourselves away from thinking about it. We don't want to think about it. Oh, here's the second one I was thinking of. Or we just really sit. We sit in our space and we we stew in our stuff. We stay in the breakdown and we don't move out of it. We, we, um, we really become our emotions. So instead of you know, if I, if I have this type of breakdown, whether it's in a moment of needing to throw a book, because I feel really angry (laughs) in that one moment, or it's a breakdown like this existential crisis, because, uh, say you're, you're being affected by this quarantine in a way of, you know, we can't afford our mortgage or I've, I've lost my job or whatever it is. Um, 
often I think we then become our emotions. So when I threw my book, it's okay, I'm experiencing anger right now. There's uh, there's a part of me that feels angry. Why? Let's observe that curiosity. What's going on? What am I missing? What do I need? As opposed to I'm, I am an angry person in this quarantine. I just feel angry all the time. You know, we, we, um, we really generalize our feelings across the board and then we become them. And it's so easy to have that type of breakdown and then just stay there. And then you just experience that feeling relentlessly because we're not moving through it. So moving through it is sitting down and talking to your person, journaling, kind of stepping back from the emotion and looking at it and understanding we are made of so many parts. I remember my therapist really talking to me about that, that we are, you know, there's the part of Aaron that has anxiety or experience is anxiety. There's the part of Aaron that is a mother. There's the part of Aaron that is a happy, funny person. And you, you never lose those parts. They're all there. But if we're focusing just on the one and like step into it, we just become it. And it just just takes over all of us. So really hold on to that power in yourself that you can step back and look at that part of yourself to observe it with that curiosity and recognize. And even if if you're dealing with that difficult a difficult moment a phase in your life like i mentioned just a second ago like you've lost your job you um you know maybe there's a relationship status change i don't know something big that's a huge shift that's really uncomfortable it's not a matter of moving out of it in a day it's not like okay let me open my journal feel my feelings move through it and be done But it's this constant awareness and recognition like, okay, this is a part of my life right now. This is a part of my journey. This is something that's happening. But what is amazing is having the trust and surrendering that part of it to God, to universe, whatever you connect with and knowing that, okay, I need to make what, like, what can you control right now? Can you control what you're eating? Can you control what you're doing during the day? Can you control how you're connecting with your people, um, in your, in your home? You know, what are the things that you can control and we can control how we feel? Um, and really, uh, but also allow ourselves, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel grief. It's okay to feel anger and resentment. It's not about pushing those things away. It's the opposite of that. Because I think that's what we so often do of it's so uncomfortable or we just stay in it and become it. It's it's finding that, that beautiful middle of um, allowing yourself to be human without shame and just being like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm allowed to be angry because this is freaking hard, but I'm also allowed to feel happy. And this is how I want to feel. And this is how I'm going to get there. Um, so again, listen to episode 99 to find some of those action steps, um, to implement easily. So that's what I want to tell you today. Those breakdowns are going to bring you so much clarity. I really do view it as, um, here's your your metaphor for the day because this is how I think. I really do view it as like a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. Whether, you know, I feel like we go through these transformations over and over and over again, but it's it's not comfortable to be in that cocoon all the, all the time and feel like, well, when is this going to end? When am I going to come out of this? But it's really giving yourself that space and time to feel that way and to feel the emotions and know that you're going you're going to peel back that layer and a new part of you is going to to come alive from that that we we need to break down to let go of 
that part of ourselves, that layer of ourselves that's no longer needed to become who we're meant to be. So we need to break down to become who we're meant to be. That's, that is my message for you today, that if we're, if we're not allowing ourselves to have that breakdown, we're holding on to old versions of ourselves that are no longer needed. We're, we're constantly shedding and constantly moving through these cocoons and, and um, transforming into new versions of ourselves. And it's not always the prettiest process. It's, it's messy and uncomfortable and um, full of complicated emotions and isn't really cut and dried. <laughs> but if we, if we really just do embrace that process, there is such a beautiful version of yourself to come out and then you're going to break down again. And then another beautiful version of yourself is going to come from that. So really trust that process that it's this constant evolution that we get to go through as humans. And there, there isn't a linear process of one transformation and then you're done, you got there and that's it. This is all a part of being human. It's very messy and uncomfortable and cyclical um, and a beautiful ride, isn't it? So, okay. If anyone is listening to this on the day it's posted, I hope that you had such a beautiful Mother's Day yesterday, whether um, no matter how you identify as being a mother, um, I think all women hold and possess the just something beautiful and being being nurturers and mothers in some way. So cover all the bases. You know who you are, all, every single one of you. Amazing. We are so powerful. Uh, and I hope that you have a really, really beautiful week. Again, it's such an amazing pleasure to be able to talk to you each week. Uh, be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Aaron Joyce Co. I love when people tag what you're listening to, whether it's this episode or another one, let me know you're listening. Um, let others know because that's the way other people find podcasts that they want to listen to. They see their friends listening to podcasts and think, oh, if they like it, I should take a listen. And you just never know who might need to hear any of these episodes to help kind of shift where they are in their own life. And I appreciate you um, connecting with me to be able to collectively make a shift for some people who need it. So again, have an amazing week, treat others the way you want to be treated, and I'll talk to you next time.